0: Welcome back to Becoming You Again. I'm your host, Karen Nelson. I'm a certified divorce confidence coach, and this is the podcast where I teach you how to reconnect with yourself, create emotional resiliency, and live a truly independent life so you can have an even better life than when you were married. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. So this is the second time that I am recording this podcast today. I recorded it, and I just wasn't very happy with The way it turned out the first time. And I slept on it and then woke up the next morning and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna re record this podcast about money and abundance after divorce. And hopefully it'll come out better this time. I think it will. I think this is going to be much better than the first one. And so let's jump in to talking about money and abundance after your divorce. After I went through my divorce, I kind of really immersed myself in self-help. It's something that I have always really loved, self-help books and recognizing that I am kind of in control of my own life. And I found that after my divorce, this was like the perfect time for me to jump back into my love of self-help. One of the very first books that I read after my divorce was You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. I specifically listened to this book because one of the podcast hosts of one of my very favorite podcasts that really helped me get through my divorce in such an amazing way had mentioned that she was reading this book. And I had never heard of it. I had never heard of Jen Sincero. And so I was like, okay, all right, let's check this out so I did what I always do when it comes to books. I got it on Audible (laughs) because I really like to listen to books. So I downloaded it on Audible and I started listening to it and I immediately connected with Jen Sincero, with her voice, with her story, with everything that she was teaching me and telling me in this book. And so then I did what I also always do, when it comes to books, if I really, really connect with and like the Audible version, then I will buy the hard copy as well. So that I can have both. I can outline and go back and find things and read. Hard copy, I can follow along while I'm listening to it if I want. All of the things. So I listened to the book, finished it, loved it, bought the hard copy, continued to do the work that Jen talks about in this book. And I have to say, this book changed my life. This is one of the singular things that drove me on this path of creating more money in my life and believing that it was possible for me to do that. And it opened up my eyes to the idea that I could start a business on my own and create any kind of wealth and money and stability And security for myself that I wanted to create after my divorce. And I never really had imagined that that was possible for me. And I love that Jen was able to open my eyes to this whole idea, this whole new world through this book. I'm not trying to sell you this book, although I do think that everyone should read this book because I think it is amazing. And just the way it opened my eyes to new ways of thinking that I had never imagined before changed my life. And I think that it can offer a lot of people some really great things. So I'm not here to say this podcast is about this book, because this podcast is really about money and abundance after divorce. I just want you to know that my path into this journey of understanding my relationship with money and understanding how that relationship and how abundance plays into creating more money for yourself started by reading You Are a Badass at Making Money. Here's what happened. I started to realize that I had a terrible relationship with money and that I had had a terrible relationship with money my entire life. I never even really knew that I had a bad relationship with money. I didn't even know that having a relationship with money was a thing. I just thought that the stories that I had about money were true. I thought that money was terrible I hated money. I especially hated money when I didn't have it or when I didn't have enough to pay my bills. I would love money when I had it and then I'd go spend it immediately right after I got it, whether it was on bills or something for the kids. And then I'd always be wondering, why do I not have enough? Where did it go? Why isn't it here when I need it? And I was constantly with this I wish you were here. Why can't you do more for me relationship with money that I didn't realize was creating such a bad relationship with money. And so what Jen taught me in this book and what I later realized through many coaching sessions as well is that I am in charge of my relationship with money. And if I have a good relationship with money, it's going to make me feel abundant, which is going to have me showing up in my life completely different than I would if I was feeling scarce. So that is what I want to talk with you about today. What is your relationship with money? What does it look like? How does it make you feel when you think those things? And when you think them, do you feel abundant or do you feel scarce? Because you will show up differently in your life, opening doors of opportunity to create more money in your life or leave you stagnant exactly where you're at with not enough money to pay your bills, not enough money to live the life that you want to live after divorce, all right? So as I was reading this book, at the end of each chapter, Jen gives some questions, some action steps that you can take to kind of help you recognize what your relationship is like with money. And I did those, and I'm going to offer you Some of the things that I do with my clients to help them realize what kind of relationship they have with money and some of the things that Jen taught me in this book to help me recognize what kind of relationship I had with money. So here were some of the thoughts that I used to believe about money. One of the biggest stories that I told myself that I totally believed was that I couldn't make enough money to support myself after divorce because I needed a partner to be able to offset all of the costs. I truly believed that I was not going to be capable as a single mom to provide enough money for me and my kids to live and have fun and go on vacations and get out of debt and pay the bills and do all of the things that I really wanted to be able to do as a single mom. And I had evidence for this that I used to cement my belief in the story. And it was because when I was married, we had two incomes And we were always struggling with our money. We were always in debt. We always had to use credit cards. We never really had a lot of leftover money at the end of the month. And we couldn't figure out where it was going. And so when I got divorced, I was like, well, that's just gonna be the case from now on. I'll never be able to make it unless I have a partner and that partner makes considerably more money than my ex and I were making at the time. I just want you to know, That story was not serving me, number one, and it was not true in the least. So I'm going to share with you some of the other thoughts that I had about money that were holding me back for making more and keeping me in a scarcity mindset. And some of these thoughts are also thoughts that my clients have offered me when we coach through their money mindset. I'm not good with money. Money doesn't grow on trees. Money causes stress. I hate money. There's never enough money money is trouble. Money is out of my reach. Money makes you a jerk. Money means that you're greedy. And there were so many others that I believed and that my clients believe that truly create a scarcity mindset without you even realizing. And then when you feel scarce, you know what you do? At least this is what I do. And this is what I've totally recognized that my clients do as well. They hide. They hide. From their money. They don't look at their balance. They don't, if they are getting calls from creditors or anything like that, they block the call so that they don't have to answer it. They don't learn about saving. They don't try and pay off their debt in a snowball method. They don't try and learn new ways of making more money or bringing in more money. They don't apply for higher paying jobs. They don't think they're capable of Having a higher paying job. They won't apply for jobs because they're scared that it will take away too much time from their kids. Do you see how this is all coming from scarcity thinking? And so, my goal today is to help you recognize what your story is about money, what your relationship is with money, so that you can start to rewrite it, change it in a way where you start to feel abundant in your life, and so that you will show up in your life. Opening more doors, creating more opportunities, figuring out different ways of working with the money that you have, creating more money in your life so that you can begin to have the kind of life that you want after divorce when it comes to money. I know that it sounds a little woo and maybe you're like, this doesn't work, this isn't possible, but what you think becomes your reality. What you think about is created in your experience, always. And so if you are thinking about money in a way where you hate it, I promise you, you are creating scarcity in your life by continuing to believe those stories. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to answer these questions so that you can start to get an idea of what your relationship is like when it comes to money. What did your parents teach you about money? What do you think of rich people? What do you think of poor people? What do you think will happen to your personality if you become rich, if you make more money? What do you think about debt? What do you think about spending money? What do you think about saving money? Answer those questions, write them out, and then with each answer, I want you to think about it and I want you to think how it makes you feel because that will clue you in on whether you feel scarcity or whether you feel abundant when you think those things. Now, let's talk about scarcity and abundance for just a minute, because you might be like, well, what does scarcity and abundance even mean? Those are just like woo woo la la feelings and emotions, and I don't even know what that means. So, let me explain to you what they are. Scarcity feels very closed off, it feels tight, it feels inferior. It is a mindset where you are seeing lack, you're seeing not enough. You are seeing everything is never enough. If one person has more then the other person, therefore, is going to have less. It's kind of like you're looking through the world through this lens of, I can't have this. There's not enough to go around. There's not enough for me. I can't. It's too hard. Right? And then abundance feels like completely the opposite. It feels so open. It feels so good. It feels so giving. There is so much gratitude attached with abundance. It's like seeing that there is plenty for everyone. There's plenty to go around. There's plenty for me. There's plenty for you. There's plenty for all of us. It's it's kind of thinking about it like, I always have enough. There's always more to... Fill this up. There's always plenty to go around. There's always plenty to share. It comes from so much gratitude and appreciation for what you have and what you can give to the world as well. Not just what you have and then selfishly keep it, right? It's what you have and then you have so much. You have such an abundance that you can share that with the world in whatever way you feel prompted to. It's kind of looking through the world through the lens of I can and I will. So I want you to really recognize what comes up for you as you answer those questions and how you feel. Because this is what I want you to see. We have thoughts, right? We have these, all of these thoughts and these stories that we have about money. And then those thoughts and those stories create a feeling inside of our body. And based off of what we're feeling, those feelings fuel how we show up in our life they fuel our actions or our inaction and taking action from a place of abundance is going to create more money in your life and taking action from a feeling of scarcity is going to keep you stuck exactly where you're at struggling with money when i worked with karen nelson as my divorce coach i worked on myself from the inside out best of all i learned to love and forgive myself through my divorce I found me again, and I started putting my needs first. I learned to create healthy boundaries without people-pleasing or being codependent. I found my confidence again, and I am proud of who I've become. I would tell any woman who is going through a divorce that if you are struggling to know who you are, or if you're struggling to believe that your life can be good again— then you need to work with Karen as your coach. She helps you see that your life doesn't end with divorce, and it's really the beginning of something new and amazing. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in, click the link in the show notes to find out more about how to work with Karen Nelson. So how do you feel more abundant? Well, we know that if our thoughts create our feelings, right, then first we're going to work on relationship with money what you think about money because you get to think whatever you want to think about money so i like to teach my clients this when they have a bad relationship with money and they write out all their thoughts about what they think about money and then i just want them to start thinking about that relationship with money as if money were one of their children okay so just go with me here for a minute because I want you to really see this description so that it will open your eyes to what I'm talking about. If you have thoughts about money where you're constantly saying, I hate paying bills, I never have enough left over, I just wish I had more of it, I wish that it would stick around longer, it's never there when I need it the most, right? And if you start to think about those that relationship like it's a child, What if you were constantly telling your child that it wasn't good enough, that it needed to be more, that it needed to be better, that it needed to be there when you needed it most? What if you always told your child how stressful it was and that it was really hard to be around sometimes? I really want you to think about that and picture it because what would your relationship be like with that child if you told them those things? Probably not very good, right? And that is what's happening When you say those things and think those things and believe those things about money, you get to believe anything you want about money. You can love money. You can be so grateful for it and tell it how awesome it is. You can treat your money so good and you can save it and you can be grateful every time you get to pay a bill because when you pay the power bill, you can be like, I'm so grateful that I have the money to pay this bill and that I get to pay it because now I have power and it's so amazing. You can be grateful even when you have to pay taxes or even when you have to pay for your child's school, right? I'm so grateful that I get to pay this bill for my child's school because now my child gets to go and get an education and be with their friends and connect with other human beings. It's such a beautiful thing. Money provides so many opportunities for us and for the world the more you allow yourself to thrive and the more you allow yourself to be open to bringing in more money the more you can automatically help others thrive as well and it is such a beautiful system it is such a beautiful thing so how do you change your thoughts And then begin to feel more abundant. Will you first, again, I always say this in almost every single one of my podcasts, but you have to be aware. So that is what answering those questions is going to do for you. It's going to help you be aware of your stories. And this is how you're going to create more abundance. First, you're going to change your stories, okay? You're going to start with one and you're going to decide on one new story that you can believe. Make sure you choose something that's believable. Like it's possible that I could find a job where I make more money. It's possible, right? Lots of people do it. So it's possible for you too. I like the word it's possible because it doesn't mean that you're going to do it right now. It doesn't mean that you have to change your belief 100% that you can automatically go out tomorrow and get a new job. Although you could, I promise you, you could, but you may not be to that belief yet. And that's totally fine. So I just like to add that that little bridge word. It's possible that I could apply for a job and get it and make more money. It's possible that I could find a job where I am compensated for the value I provide, and it's more than what I'm making now, okay? Something like that, something that feels good, that feels abundant, that you believe. And then I also like to give this exercise to my clients when they're really struggling with seeing the abundance that they have in their life. I want you to make a list of things that you have in your house right now, blankets, beds, uh, light bulbs, televisions, food, computers, whatever it is, shoes, I don't even care. You make a list, things that you have in your life right now. And you go one by one down that list. And then I want you to remind yourself how abundant you are for wanting and having this thing in your life or these things in your life. So I just went through this exercise the last couple of months, because I was starting to feel some scarcity mindset, some scarcity thoughts creeping back in to my brain. And I could feel the difference. I could feel that I was showing up differently in my life. I was coming more from scarcity. I was telling my kids more often like, oh, we can't afford that when we can. We could totally afford all the things. But I I just had this story that kind of was creeping back in. And so I was like, all right, I'm a coach. I know how to create abundance in my life. I know how to create that feeling. And so every night before I'd go to bed, I would list out all of the things that I could think in my life where I had an abundance of them, like soft, cozy blankets. I have an abundance of those. And I'm so grateful that they are a part of my life. I'm so grateful for them. And I'm so grateful that anyone that came into my house could be warm and comforted by this cozy blanket if they needed to. And anyone who lives here can be warm and comforted by these cozy, soft blankets. Shoes. I have an abundance of shoes. I have more shoes than I could ever wear at one time, right? I have more options than I need. I have an abundance. And I have the ability to give away shoes on a whim if necessary, as does every person who lives in my house. It is so, there's so much abundance that we are surrounded by and the more you can recognize it, the more abundant and loving and grateful and appreciative you will feel and it feels so good. And so I just went through and I would list as many things as I could think of. I want you to do the same thing. You can start with a list of five or 10 things or you can do it in your head and go through as many things as you can think of, but I really want you to work on creating that feeling of abundance for yourself. Because when you start to do that, you will start to notice that you are taking different actions. You are believing that you are capable in a different way than you ever have been when it comes to money. And you will start to notice you're saving more. Maybe you're paying off some debt. Maybe you're putting a little bit away for a vacation. Maybe you are applying for that job. Maybe you are going back to school. Maybe you are starting that business that you always wanted to start, or maybe there's some other creative idea that pops into your head of how you can create and make more money in your life that never had been there before. You will be astounded by how this will change your life. I know I was, and it all started with that book and with me creating a better relationship with money and really focusing on creating that feeling of abundance in my life. You can do this for yourself as well. I know it. I've seen it in my lives. I've seen it in my clients' lives. I guarantee this will change your life. So get started. Create that better relationship with money and get started on it today. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. And I will be back next week. If you like what you heard on today's podcast and you want to know more about working one-on-one with me, you can go to www.KarenNelsonCoaching.com and schedule your free consult to find out more. That's www.KarenNelsonCoaching.com. Thanks for listening. If this podcast episode agreed with you in any way, please take a minute to follow, rate, and leave a comment. And for more details, make sure to check out the show notes by clicking the link in the description.